This is Stanley bringing you the sound doctrine of the Bible. Under God, I conducted sound doctrine seminars in 1997, 2007, and 2012. The talks of these seminars are now made available to you in segments. They are for your enlightenment and edification. We continue from what we saw in the previous segment. Now the subject that is before us is Bible difficulties. Bible difficulties mean passages that we are not able to understand normally during our regular meditation and study. Now there are so many reasons as to why we find the Bible difficult in certain places. And this morning I'm going to present before you 16 reasons why the Bible presents so many difficulties to an average reader. And most of them I have learned from my own experience and I have put them here in proper order. What is the third reason why we find certain passages difficult in the Bible? What God revealed in the past, especially in the Old Testament, was not complete. Now turn with me to book of Hebrews, first chapter. We'll read the first verse. God at various times in many portions and different ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. So when you read the Old Testament, each chapter is not a complete revelation. Each is in portion. In Genesis, a portion of revelation. And in the book of Exodus, another aspect. So if you don't understand something in the book of Exodus, you should understand that Exodus contains only a partial revelation of God under the old covenant. What you don't understand in Exodus, it is very likely you may understand in the book of Leviticus. What you don't understand in Pentateuch, you may perhaps understood in the book of Psalms. What you don't understand in the book of Psalms, perhaps you will understand in the prophets. Even if you put all the 39 books of the Old Testament together, what you don't understand, you will have to come to the New Testament to understand. So we need to study the Old Testament in the light of the New Testament. That means we should compare scripture with scripture, only then the passage will be understood. There is a statement which I have perhaps made umpteen number of times. The New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. Once again, the New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. I am going to take a simple example for this truth and explain to it. There are so many books for us in the New Testament quoting the Old Testament passage. 
and the maximum number of references of the old testament are available in the book of romans now we are going to give out a sheet to all of you each of you take a copy it is available only in english each of you take a copy just have a look at this beautiful chart it's one of the excellent charts i have come across on comparison of old and new testament passage now you will find when you have some leisure you try to count how many books of the old testament are quoted in this single book you will find 17 old testament books are quoted in this single book you look at the page number 1 there you find romans 1 2 3 4 find 5 and 6 left out and also when you come towards the end of the second page the 16th chapter is not there but i have found there are references to in chapters 5 and 6 and 16 also in the old testament which the one who prepared this particular table has somehow left out which are all the references in chapter 5 and chapter 6 you find it out but when you come to the 16th chapter you find in verse 26 now has been made manifest by the prophetic scriptures has been made known to all nations according to the commandment of the everlasting god for obedience to the faith so you say they take all the scriptures prophetic scriptures together for scriptures the name that is given here is prophetic scriptures so roman 16 the last chapter ends with a summary of all the prophetic references in the old testament if you take each of these references and you study your spirit will begin to dance within you and your mind also will have several layers of darkness thrown away now that's why i always introduce a book like this treasury of scripture knowledge this is a book to study scripture with scripture now in normal reference bibles you will have only three or four references for each verse but here in the order of the scriptures for every verse 15 20 some passages 25 30 references for a single verse that is why this is called treasury that is why arya chori that great uh, saint of god in all his revival ministries and bible teaching he very much he recommended this particular book is one of the old time classics the fourth reason why we face or encounter difficulties in biblical passages we don't understand bible prophecy if we forget the central figure jesus christ because if you call the bible the entire bible as the drama of redemption the hero of the drama is the lord jesus christ Look at the words of rebuke of the Lord Jesus Christ in John's Gospel 5th chapter. 
Now, many times we misquote that passage. But here is the right meaning of that passage. John 5, 39 and 40. You search the scriptures. Now that is the Tamil translation, but that is a wrong translation. It does not say search the scriptures, but it says you are searching the scripture. You are already, you are searching. Why do you search the scripture? You think you have eternal life. You think you have got some blessing in it. You don't understand that all these things testify about me. You want life. But 40th verse Jesus says, But you are not willing to come to me for life. You want the Old Testament study minus Jesus Christ. That was the problem of these Jewish rabbis and scholars with the 39 books of the Old Testament. Beloved, the scriptures cannot be understood. Let it be Genesis or Lamentations or Malachi or Matthew or Romans or Revelation. Let it be any part of the scripture. Without any reference to Jesus Christ, that particular passage cannot be properly understood. There was an IAS official from the country of Ethiopia. He was an ardent student of the scripture. He loved the scripture so much, even when he was traveling on the desert over the chariot, not our Ben's car, but chariot which will go up and down in the climate and the topographical condition of the Mediterranean land. You know how it would have been jolting? Even then, taking and opening the long scroll of book of Isaiah, he was reading it in the journey. He was searching the scriptures, but he did not know when Philip asked him, Whom do you think the prophet is writing about? Do you understand? Then he said, I don't know. How will I know unless somebody tells Philip said, The hero of the drama is Jesus Christ. The previous moment, that intelligent IAS guy, what he could not understand, he understood it in the very next moment. He not only understood it, he came down from his chariot and he became a baptized believer. So many dark passages in the Bible brighten up instantly, instantaneously. The moment we bring the central figure Christ to that spot. In the summer study programs of 77, 78, 79 and also in 84, I have thoroughly taught this subject and I have given you lists of Christ in every one of the 66 books of the Bible. Turn with me to a warning in book of Revelation 19th chapter. Look at the 10th words and read the last line. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When was this statement made? There was John, he was a relentless witness for the gospel and he was banished to a barren island of Patmos. 
and God flooded him with revelations of the end times. So many pictures were drawn before his mind. And then it was an angel, a powerful angel who was giving him that understanding. But he made a mistake. What mistake did he commit? He forgot the central figure of all that prophecy. He forgot the spirit. Spirit means essence. The essence of all prophecy. How do we say he forgot it? Because he forgot it only, he fell down to worship that angel. In other words, even a person like John was distracted from the understanding of the centrality of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you lose sight of the centrality of Christ in the scriptures, you become very hazy and then the whole thing becomes a shabby. Now that's what exactly the problem of Apostle Peter also. He was sidetracked by Moses and Elijah. You know, instead of uh, getting fixed on the centrality of Christ, he got sidetracked to Moses and Elijah. And there was another correction. So you find, beloved, on the reading of this picture, always hold the Lord Jesus Christ as a central figure. Many times people come into lot of difficulties with one of the difficult books in the New Testament, that is book of Hebrews. I am going to give you a simple secret of understanding book of Hebrews. That is given in Hebrews 8 chapter verse 1. What is the key? This is the main point of the things that we are saying. We have such a high praise. That's the main thing. If you want to understand book of Hebrews, the main point is, we have such a high praise. Suppose you don't have the key for a house. What will you do? You will try to break the lock or the all drop. Suppose you are not able to do it because that lock is made in Jalander. Then you will try to break the window panes. And after you enter there, you will not be able to open the main hall. So like that, the whole thing will be messy. But if you have the key, you will gently go and open it. The main point to open the book of Hebrews is we have a high priest. You open it, then you enter into all the rooms gracefully. So whatever you don't understand in the remaining 12 chapters of book of Hebrews, 13 chapters are there and you leave out this 8th chapter, what you want to understand from the other 12 chapters of the Bible, especially the book of Hebrews, you tie up everything to the central person. You know, I'm trying to paint a picture before your mind. If you tie up everything to the central figure, then everything falls in place. So don't try to understand the drama or the plot without getting stuck with a hero. 
We'll continue our study in the next segment. God bless you.